Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Think Tank podcast. My name's Maria Van Vuglis from The Conscious CEO. I chat with various experts who are making an impact in the universe on topics such as business systems, personal branding, pitching, lead generation, revenue and profit, mindset, public speaking, and even team culture in the world of business. So welcome to this episode. I will be interviewing Christine Drummond, um, who is a powerhouse businesswoman and mum. She's also a, p- a personal trainer, um, a health and confidence coach, and she's an entrepreneur and has gone from inspiring um, herself and others um, to go from abuse and um, to build her empire and live in abundance. And um, we'll get started. Tell us a bit about yourself and your story and where you've come um, from. So I did a lot of internal work and I got to a stage where I stopped reliving my past. You know, I stopped going back and being that broken record. I wanted to rewrite the next chapter. You know, I wanted my story to end differently to the one that was being written. And you can't do that without external help, you know, without mentors and coaches to be able to coach you through those things. So For me, I've got, you know, what I call going from shame to shine, you know, going from abuse to abundance. And it doesn't happen overnight. This has been a very long journey. And it's only really been this year that I've started to really share that part of my story and really own it. And through me owning it, I've had so many other women come out of the woodwork and just share their stories with me or somebody that they know. And it's just been so rewarding to know that because I don't know if the listeners know this, but at the moment, it's one in four people are actually abused sexually and that's what's reported. So we don't even know how many are going. Like I never reported mine, so I'm not even in that statistic. But, you know, we we kind of grow up thinking that these things, we're the only one that these things are happening to and it's only through communication and education that we learn, oh, my goodness, like, you know, other people are going through this. And it was the same when I had a miscarriage. I, I used to be married in a previous life and um, and we um, tried for seven years to have a baby and then we fell pregnant, um, but we lost it. And I never heard of anyone around me having miscarriages or anything like that until I had one myself and shared it. And then everyone came out of the woodwork and said, yeah, I've been there. I've done that. It's a roller coaster, you know. So I think through communication, through podcasts, through videos and things like this, Maria, um, we can really raise the consciousness of the planet. You know, communication is where it's at and just showing compassion and non-judgment and, you know, really um, random acts of kindness, all that kind of thing. It all wraps up because the one thing that I know and that I've learned is that everyone just wants to be loved. They want to feel loved. They want to feel connected. And we can only do that when we practice kindness, compassion, and um, we don't judge people for the decisions or the mistakes that they've made. I've made plenty and a few of them held me back until I dealt with them. And now, you know, I'm not beating myself up about that anymore because I've learned that it's the imperfections that actually make us perfect. So that's been a weird part start to this <laughs> to this podcast, sharing my story. There's so many layers to my story though. I'm kind of like, oh, which one will I share? But Um, that's probably the one that I I wanted to share tonight and that's the one that's sort of coming to me. So, um, yeah. And from there I've, I've definitely like, I never stop learning. And I think that's so important. I never stop 
the self-development work, the self-work. So, And I know you're the same, you know, it just never ends. We've got to keep evolving and I don't want to get to, you know, my deathbed and have regrets. I want to know that I lived a full-out life doing the things that filled my cup, that brought me joy and that's that's what I'm about. So that's kind of my story. Beautiful. Thank you. Thanks for sharing. So what um what um obstacles and challenges did you did you overcome specifically to get to where you are now? Because it sounds like you've had, you know, such so much happen. Um how did you be how did you move through that? Like and still come out the other end, you know? Absolutely. Like I talk about the four Ds. I don't know if you've heard of the four Ds, but three of the four Ds smacked me in the face at the same time. And the four Ds are divorce, debt, disease, and death. And when I talk about death, it's not your death. It's somebody close to you. I've seen it paralyze people, right? So for me, I went through a divorce. I was out on my own. Um, I was in severe debt. I was so stressed. I had three bank accounts in the minus. And I was at the age of 30. No one came to my 30th birthday party. No one, Maria. Like I invited a lot of friends. Not one person showed up. And you know what? It was because I was going through a separation. I was vibrating so low. I was giving out this weird energy. Of course, no one wanted to be around me then. So I remember sitting around, you know, the table with my ex-husband and my mum and dad for my 30th thinking, oh my God, I am the biggest loser in the world, you know, and from there, um, the disease came in because I was so financially fearful. I was, um, I had my PT business, but it wasn't making any money. I kept pouring money into um, investing back into the business and I had to go and get a second job. And from there, it just, everything just felt so hard. I remember dreaming about the day that I could just go to a coffee shop and buy a coffee or a juice and not have to worry about do I have that money in my bank account you know and I would dream about the day that I could eat out as much as I wanted any cafe any restaurant I wanted and it just felt like so far away you know but something had to change something had to shift and as as comfortable as I was sitting in my little pity party. I was in so much pain and I was so financially fearful that I was like, I'm going to have to move back to my parents, which was 16 hours away from the Gold Coast and live with them and start over again, you know. But it was through sheer grit and gratitude and determination and resilience and courage that got me out of that, you know. It started with my mindset just changing a few negative thoughts that were coming in, having a different vision for my life and then seeking help, getting resourceful. You know, I didn't have a lot of money to invest in things but I, I did what I could with what I had and I it sucked being broke. It really did. I was saying no to so much. So for me, they, they were the main obstacles. It was a, ma- a major turning point in my life and, you know, my current partner, we're not married but I call him my hubby, uh, we've been together <laughs> nearly 10 years and he came a, he came along at the wrong time but at the right time. I had just separated. I wasn't looking for anybody. You know, I went through the whole can't have kids thing with my ex-husband for seven years. That's an emotional roller coaster. the whole IVF, everything like that. My mum went through cancer and everything. My dad went through cancer, through all that. And then I just wanted to be on my own and rest. And then here comes my night and shining armour. And he kind of just took me on a whole different path, gave me a different way of thinking, challenged me on so many things and 
it was so amazing for me. It was such a turning point. But here's the thing. I lost so much of myself in that process. I felt um, like that independent woman that was so strong and had always been confident throughout her life, she was gone. And now I was totally dependent on this man taking care of me and that's not what I was used to. So for me, you know, especially and after about five or six months with Tom, we ended up falling pregnant with our daughter. You know, I, the doctors told me that I probably couldn't have kids. So when I met him, I'm like, oh, I probably can't have kids, whatever. So we had all these plans of traveling the world and doing all these amazing things. And then we fell pregnant with our daughter. And when I had her, I think that's when I really lost a massive piece of me. I felt really disconnected with who I was. I, I didn't know what my values were. I didn't know what my purpose in life was. I was reliant on Tom all the time. And the thing that did it for me, Maria, was having to ask Tom for money to buy his birthday present because I just had nothing. I had no income. And that was the lowest point, I think, in my life where I'm just like, oh, my goodness, you've worked your entire life from the age of 12 and you don't even have a dollar to show for it, you know. So there are a lot of challenges along the way and um, they're all lessons and they've made me the person that I am today. So I'm grateful for them. Yeah. Beautiful. And, um, you know, I know the, the women or the people that I've worked with, um, majority of them are in that position as well, where they've either gone through, you know, divorce or they've gone through a traumatic event or, you know, they're broke or anything like that, you know. And like you said, it all comes back to changing the way you think and your beliefs and, mm-hmm. um, you know, moving through that in a different perspective on life with gratitude as well. So, yeah, yeah. I, I definitely resonate with that. Okay, so um, tell us how did you, like, what are you doing now to be able to, you know, build your empire? I know you're a mum. You've got, is it four kids? Two. Two? Oh, <laughs> just two then. A mum of two kids and then you're a businesswoman. You're doing so many things. Like how do you stay on top of it all? Because I know that there are mums out there that are trying to build their, their business or maintain, you know, a family home and also their business um, and still be this powerhouse businesswoman. How do you do it all? I'd love to know your secret. oh man you know what it comes with its challenges but for me it's all about doing the things that bring me joy I've learned to say no to things I was one of those people that would say yes to absolutely everything but once you've got kids it's just not possible you know but I do get really resourceful like for this live tonight because this is usually put the kids to bedtime um, I've just dropped them at my mum's. I'm like, I'll come and get them in a minute, like when this Facebook Live's finished. So you've got to get resourceful. You know, I'm flying to the Gold Coast next week and I'm like, Mom, can you have the kids for like five nights? Totally. Like, and I'm getting extra help in there if she needs it. So you've got to get resourceful. Like rather than saying no to things, I've got kids using them as excuse. I always use them as my driving force. Everything I do is for them. And I feel like as a parent, our number one goal in life or our number one thing that we should be doing is following our dreams so it gives our kids permission to follow theirs. You know, I'm showing my kids what it looks like to pursue your passion, to live within your values. Now, my three highest values are travel, education, and inspiration. Now, some people might think that's funny because family is high on people's value list. But for me, they sort of come in fourth or fifth. I need to fill my cup first in order for me to be the best mum. I am a great mum. 
I could be a better mum. I make a shitload of mistakes, but I need to go out there and do what what makes me happy first before I can pour my love and energy into everybody else. So I've come up with some amazing daily love rituals that help with that. Um, I'm a big meditator. I love exercise. I love I am statements. I've got a daily mantra that I love to read. Um, I've got pump up songs that help me get into state. And once I've done all that, then I can go, okay, cool. Now I can spend an hour or two with the kids before school, get them ready, no stress, get off social media, put them to school. And then I can come back and get stuck into my business. And then when I pick them up, the phone goes away. You know, I'm working my own hours. I work on my own time. I'm not dictated by the external world. I'm totally in control of the hours that I work. And sometimes, yeah, you've got to work outside those realms. But for me, um, I don't let social media control me. I know a lot of people get stuck in the scroll. I don't. I get on there. I do what I need to do and I try and get straight off. Um, but for me, it's really important that I'm present, you know. And for so long of this journey, Marie, in the beginning, I wasn't present. and that vibration that I was playing, like stressed and just going after that next goal, next goal, next goal. And, you know, it, it backfired on me, you know, it, my relationship with my um, husband deteriorated, my relationship with my kids deteriorated. And it was just all about building my empire. But now I've learned to just breathe and just be in the moment, be in the present moment, because that's all we have really you know, if we keep focusing on the past, we kind of get a little de- bit depressed and in comparison to what we used to be, what we were capable of. If we focus too much on the future, we get anxious, we have panic attacks because we feel like we should be further along than we are. Screw that. I just want to live in the present. I, I have everything I need. You know, I'm not financially where I want to be because I have so much more to contribute to the world. But you know what? I just want to know that I'm doing the best that I can with the resources that I've got and I'm continually evolving. And it's taken me about seven years to come up with these beautiful daily love rituals that make me feel like me, that um, light me up and, and make me feel like I'm centered and in alignment with my values and what my passion and purpose is on this planet. And I feel like so many women, especially mums, miss out on that because when we have kids, We put our dreams and hopes and aspirations on the shelf to care for these dependent beings that we're raising. And, you know, we usually wake up to chaos, to them knocking on our door and waking us up. I want breakfast, this and this. Whereas I like to get up before all that happens and really get myself centered and ready for the day. So that's how I kind of manage it all. And I ask more empowering questions. So I don't say, no, I can't do that. It's too hard. I've got kids or I couldn't travel there or whatever. I go, okay. How can I make this happen? This is important to me. This is in alignment with my values. It's going to bring me this, this, and this. Um, how can I make this happen? You know, and you'll be surprised by what the universe sends you in regards to resources and things like that. So, yeah, I think that's how I've juggled it all. Fantastic. And, you know, just going back to asking the right questions, like um, a majority of people, I think, don't know how to be able to ask themselves the right questions to be able to create these resources and to make things happen. So that's really powerful. Absolutely. Um, so, so tell us about more about the Fearless Mums Club. I'd love to know more about that. Oh, man, this is just a passion project of mine. You know, I um, spent three weeks in America in April and with no kids. So 
Um, myself, my one of my best friends, Linda Everton, we traveled around for three weeks. We did all these women empowerment events. And I've always kind of known what I wanted to do. But then I came across this amazing woman um, and she she kind of went through a visualization process with me and it just clicked. I was like, oh my goodness, that's why I'm on this planet. It's to raise the consciousness of other mums. It's to help mums become fearless, become fit, fearless and free in their life. Now, when I say fit, fearless and free, I don't mean physically fit per se. Like, yes, it would be amazing for people to be physically fit, but it's all about being mentally fit and spiritually fit and financially fit and emotionally fit and being organized and aligned with your values. And I've done tours, Maria, where I've asked people, you know, what are you working towards? What What's your goals? What's your dreams? What's your aspirations? And I've heard crickets. Like no, no one's out there is dreaming every day. Well, and I have to admit when I was in the corporate world, I wasn't dreaming. I was in that nine to five mm. grind just trying to do my best for my boss, you know? So I get it. But I want people to know that there's more to life than that. So being um, being fit is it encompasses everything, you know. Um, and then the fearless part is all about not worrying about what people think. You know, people often um, hold themselves back because they're worried. Oh, what if what if I say this or what if I do this and then people judge me for that or what if what? If, and most people are not even thinking about you. That's what I've learned. They're thinking about themselves and their lack of. They're not even thinking about what's going on in your world. So being fearless is you know, living life on your terms and um, challenging yourself and coming out of your comfort zone and evolving as a person, like just being that fearless mom that I know so many mums can be. And then the free part is being like spiritually free and financially free and free of other people's opinions, free of the external world, living life on your terms and knowing who you are and what you stand for. Most people don't know who they are and what they stand for. They don't know what their values are. They don't know what their goals are. They don't know what they're working towards. So the Fearless Mums Club is about encompassing all that. You know, we talk about um, health. We talk about fitness. We talk about money. We talk about um, spirituality. We talk about meditation, all these beautiful things that, you know, that most of the people out there, and I'm talking about myself here because when I was in the corporate, I didn't know all this existed. I didn't know I could meditate to reduce stress. I didn't know if I ate more whole foods, I would have more energy rather than hitting the energy drinks and the Cokes. Like this is just, it was just so alien for me. So um, the Fearless Mums Club is, yeah, I really want to help raise the consciousness of mums. I feel like a lot of mums out there probably are not really stepping into their power and don't understand the repercussions we have in shaping those generations to follow. Like we really do need the courage to raise the gentlemen of the future and the independent women of the future. And through the Fearless Mums Club, I'm getting that message out there. I'm trying to raise their consciousness, their power, and um, and get them to really think about the way that they're shaping. Because it might seem like we're just one person, but I know that my actions as a mum and my verbiage as a mum and what the rituals and traditions that we incorporate in our house, that's not just going to stop with my kids. That's going to have flow-on effects to their kids and their kids. You know what I mean? So that's, that's what the Fearless Mums Club is about and I just love it. It's such a passion project for me. It's, it's amazing. Oh, lovely. And how do people go about being part of this, um, this club that you've created? 
Yep, they can absolutely, like we've got a group on Facebook. You can find me through Instagram or on Facebook and there'll be a website coming out soon and a podcast and we've got merchandise and all that stuff. But um, look me up on Facebook. Go and um, You should be able to find the group fairly easily and come and be part of it. We're having a lot of fun in there and it's just such a safe environment where we can share tips and tricks and what's working and what's not working and all the funny things that go along with parenting. Oh, my goodness. Like, honestly. I get it wrong a lot and I have a very short fuse. Now, a lot of people don't know this about me. I've got a very short temper and it doesn't take much for me to snap. So I've been working on that. Um, but, yeah, it's just such a fun group where we share a lot of um, different things that maybe mums out there just aren't thinking of or haven't heard of before. So, yeah, we can add a lot of value to your life and, and you all the mums out there have probably got a lot of value they can add to our lives as well. So the more the merrier we can learn off each other. Yeah, I think there's so many mums out there that would definitely benefit from that. Um, just, you know, reminding themselves to look after themselves as well before, you know, leave themselves last to look after their kids. So uh, I find that a lot in business as well. So, yeah, definitely. All right. So tell us um, what are your um, key takeaways in building abundance? Oh, my goodness. Honestly, it has to start with the mindset. It really does. Like, for me, I never knew, I, the word abundance never came into my life. I was never taught great financial skills growing up. Um, but it doesn't even have to come to money. Like there is abundance around us everywhere, abundance of grass, abundance of trees, abundance of water, you know. And when it comes to money, I really feel like, um, you know, and I've, I've learned this is that, you know, our, our net worth basically equals our self-worth. So if we're broke, it's probably because we're not putting ourselves first. And if your money isn't organized, then how can you receive more from the universe? It's not going to send you more if you're not organized with what you already have. So for me, I've learned to be really appreciative um, of the bills coming in. Every time a bill comes in, I'm super thankful. I'm grateful for it. I say, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, and I've organized my money in, in a way that works for us as well. So it's totally organized. I pay myself first because I'm bloody worthy of it. I don't pay my bills first because I'm the one that's put in the hard yards. I've worked for that. So I think just little tweaks for like that can help you build abundance. I've got a, an abundance meditation I listen to every night. I love, um, you know, um, Abraham Hicks and mm. Esther, I think it is, um, their abundance meditation. I put that on quite a lot. And it's all about visualizing the future that you want and being grateful for what's to come. I think so much um, people have that pseudo gratitude. We're grateful for our arms. We're grateful for our house. We're grateful for our kids. But what are you grateful for for the future? You know, there's so many things that I'm grateful for that hasn't happened yet. It's happened in my vision, but I'm so grateful for it. It's only a matter of time now before that event catches up to me so you know having that visualization and putting the actions in place for it to come to fruition a lot of people just sit there and wish or have a dream and they hope that it comes true but you actually have to take the action um, and that's what will create the abundance but you know what you have to be in alignment with your values that's the number one thing if you're not you don't feel like yourself and if you're not living in your values it means you're living in somebody else's and how can you truly shine? How can you really step into your power and your greatness 
if you're living someone else's values. So abundance for me, Maria, comes from that, you know, just making sure I am me. I'm my true authentic self as much as I can be or as much as I can be and um, just living in those values. You know, if I don't travel, I go a little stir crazy. I love variety. So travel is like big on my list and I doesn't have to travel far. I might be just like out of town to a winery or it might be to a different place for lunch. Like that's enough travel for me to be able to, okay, I've had my variety, I'm good now. So, yeah, so that's I think that's where abundance comes from is that mindset, the, the having the vision and then taking the action to, to make it um, become a reality. But I feel like people out there just aren't even scratching the surface of their true potential. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of people are just, living and working to pay bills and there's so much more to life than that and I hope that through podcasts like this we can really shake people up and wake people up and go you know what we don't hear that inner voice that you've got we don't hear the doubt we don't see the limiting beliefs the fear we don't see what's gone on in the past all we see is this incredible potential of a human being that can be anything that they want to be and I think people just don't have um, the right peer group or the right vision or the coaching or mentoring to be able to unleash those inner that inner greatness, that power. And it does. It, it takes time, you know, for that to come out. So I think the important thing is to go and go and be resourceful. Go and find out what you can. There's so many amazing free resources on um, yeah, the internet it. these days, you know. Yeah, so um like majority of the students and the clients that I have that have come to me have been in the exact same position where they can see their goal but they're not when they're not aligned with their values and their beliefs they just get to a point and they get stuck in being able to create what they want um you know and I totally agree with a whole pseudo gratitude where you know always being grateful for what's next rather than just you know what is right now as well like being present is great but also like what is happening next what's next so Mm. yeah definitely and um um when you're setting the goals and being so caught up in old belief patterns and um, unresourceful states, that prevents you from actually going out and being able to create that big vision that you want. So, yeah, I totally agree with that as well. Um, so tell me, what are your top three values when looking um, at pursuing a business venture? Oh, man, it honestly, it has to align with me. I'm not putting my name to anything that doesn't align with who I am, that doesn't make a positive impact in the world. So I really feel like when I'm teaching people to look for business, people like people come to us and um, I love to teach people you need multiple streams of income to really get ahead in life. So mm-hmm. you've got to find something that aligns with who you are, that you can be passionate about, you know, and you've got to find something that's timeless. Um, for me, I work for a health company and, you know, we, um, our product will never go out of fashion because everyone's always going to have to eat fruits and vegetables, right? And that's what we supply. So um, I love that I get to align myself with a company that is at the forefront of prevention and d- disease. And, you know, we're making a real impact to the number one problem in the world, which is health. And, you know, there's so many preventable diseases out there. Like, um, it's like 80% of heart disease is preventable and 66% of cancers are preventable. And it's just through lack of self-nurture and the lifestyle choices that we're making through our food and stress and everything that's causing these diseases. So 
for me, um, the top three values is always health. You know, I've, I've got to align myself with something that has to, has to do with health and then making sure it's within um, alignment with who I am that I can be passionate about and then making sure it's, um, it's a sustainable thing. You know, whatever business you're going into, make sure it's sustainable. Make sure it's not just a quick fix or a fad. Um, it's something that's going to last the test of time. Yeah, yeah, and there are a lot of um, uh, quick fix uh, type of models out there, which you know, I, th- I know, I don't know about yourself, but I've you know been caught up in it at some stage in my life where I'd be like searching for the the next easiest thing but Mm -hmm. you know as a you know business is always something that takes time to build Mm -hmm. and you know being able to have that tenacity to withstand the time to be able to get the results so fantastic um so you mentioned multiple streams of income now can you tell me a bit more about the importance of having multiple streams of income um because i am a person that does believe that you don't focus on just one source you always be resourceful in finding many other ways to create income to create abundance in life so can you tell me your perspective and what your thoughts are around that yeah absolutely um growing up i never had that perspective it was always like i was always taught you go to university get a good education and you go and um stick it out with the one company if you can be loyal and then hopefully at the end of it you get your gold watch and you can retire and if your hips are still in place you can travel the world then but times are changing we're in the technological age so for me um i've never been wealthy working for somebody else um my abundance has come from working for myself because I'm in control of my work ethic. I'm being rewarded for my own efforts that I'm putting in in my business, you know, whereas I could have been the hardest worker in my corporate roles, but I wasn't being rewarded for that. You know, I was just another number. And, you know, in comparison to my male counterparts as well, not getting that equal pay and then reaching that glass ceiling, well, the profession that I'm in now, there is no glass ceiling. The women can out earn the men. And I love teaching people that you've got to have a few different baskets of income coming in. And honestly, there is an abundance of ways that you can create income. So, you know, for me and my partner, um, he does fly in, fly out. He's just been off. He's in between jobs at the moment. But, you know, we've got shares. We've got property. um, We're in network marketing. um, We're also, we're teaching our daughter like... um, the, the money back thing for the bottle. She's got this little entrepreneurial business happening where she can go and get money for other people's bottles. So we're getting that established and up and running. So there's so many ways like dog walking businesses and cleaning businesses. And there's just, honestly, there's so many ways. Like um, if you're creative, you could do social media graphics for people, like um, a virtual assistant. The, like the list is never ending of ways to make money, you know, and it doesn't have to be hard. Um, yes, you're going to have to put in some hard yards in the beginning, but once you move up the level of consciousness, it gets easier and easier because you're playing at a different level, you know, and the universe sends you more of um, what you're ready for, you know, where things are organized. So for me, um, you know, creating other streams of income, there's so many other things that I want to put my um fingers in so it's you know especially like charity and things like that I know you can't make money from that but you know that's how I want to give back to society and that's why I want abundance in the first place and so many people in Australia are so taboo about money and they're made to feel really bad if they want it but for me um I've I've learned that if you're a good person up to good things 
money just magnifies that. If you're an evil person up to evil things, money will magnify that. But for me, I'm a good person. I know that. And I'm ready to give back to the world. And there's so many charity projects I want to work on. So I need the money to be able to, you know, make the world a better place. So um, don't feel bad if you want money. Like it's okay to want it and it's okay to talk about it. Um, and that's definitely, uh, that's taken a lot of time for me to really get that and understand that. So that's where my kind of um, path to abundance has really come through. And I'm in control of all my hours. Like I'm my own boss. I, some days I go, hey, boss, I'd love the day off. And she always says, yes, okay, have the day off. You know, and that's what I love about it. <laughs> Um, so could you tell me more about um, the company that you've, um, you're involved with and how that has really impacted and changed your life in a positive way? Yeah, absolutely. The, the company um, is called Juice Plus and we have an incredible um, product that is revolutionising the nutrition industry. Now, I'm a personal trainer and Marie, you can probably appreciate this. We get a lot of stuff across our desk and I'm a, I used to be a guinea pig. Like I tried everything. And I will not put my name to something hands down that I do not believe in that I that I know will help the greater good. And so many products I tried and just warning labels and quick fixes and fads and it just nothing really resonated with me until Juice Plus came along. And once I experienced it for myself, um, then I looked into the business side. And for me, um, it came at the right time. It was just after I had my daughter. And I didn't want to go back into the workforce. I didn't want to have to go back to a corporate job or uh, earn an income that way. I wanted to be there for all her special moments. And that's what this business has allowed me to do. So there's like one defining moment that I have to share with the viewers today. And that is that I went to my daughter's special person's day at daycare, um, like um, when she was about two years old. And I remember walking in and there was kids with their little heads peering through the fence, bawling their eyes out because their mums and dads weren't there and um, they were waiting for that next face. They were just hoping that next face that came through that door was their mum or dad. And all these kids were just crying, you know, because all their parents and grandparents were there for special person's day, but these kids didn't have anyone. And it was such an incredible moment in my life and i I still get emotional thinking about it because I pulled Summer aside that day, Summer's my daughter, and I pulled her aside and I said, you know what, that will never, ever be you. Mum will be there for all your special moments. You will never, ever feel alone. And I've kept that promise and it's only through working for the Juice Plus company that I was able to do that, you know. And sometimes I'm the mum that other mums ring to say, Christine, can you get some footage of my daughter at the sports carnival today? Can you get a photo of, you know, my daughter, you know? And and I feel really bad. Like I get emotional. Like one mum said to me, Christine, can you just give my daughter a, a cuddle? I can't be there. I'm stuck at work. And when I gave her daughter a cuddle, I'm like, oh, my God, darling, I'm so sorry. Mum can't actually make it. We were both crying. And I'm just like, oh, this is not how life's supposed to be, you know? So yeah. for me, um, this company has ticked all the boxes. One, fruits and vegetables in a capsule. I know it sounds a bit Jetson-y, but you know what? This is what we've come to. Everyone wants convenience, so we've done it. We've put 33 different fruits, veggies, and berries in a vegan capsule that your body recognizes that you don't wee out. And I know even on a good day, I struggle to get the bare minimum of two fruits and five veggies in, um, even though the world standards are higher than that now. But 
this company, um, I always say to people, if you want to live a healthy life, align yourself with a health company. I feel like I yeah. get paid to be healthy. I feel like I get paid to help other people be healthy. And and that's that's the shortcut to fulfillment, Maria. Like you can shortcut to a happy life by just contributing to other people, by serving other people. And when you help someone else improve the quality of their life, your problems don't seem so big. What's going on in your life, it's like it doesn't even matter anymore because now you're making a difference in someone else's and that's fulfillment. And that's what this business has done. But the community of people is where it's at. The 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 quality of people that I'm in contact with on a daily basis through this business, I have never had anywhere else. The positivity, the cheerleading, the the people that have got your back, that mentor you, and it all comes free in this business in a box. It's insane. And we're going to be the largest employer in the world in the next three, three to five years in this profession. And um, that just really excites me. You know, we're making network marketing cool again. And um, through our company, as I said before, you've got to find a product that's timeless. Well, what's more timeless than fruits and vegetables? You know, so yeah, yeah so I, I, you can tell my, I'm so passionate about it. Um, <laughs> I've been doing it for seven years. And um, yeah, it's just been the most incredible thing that's, that's ever happened to me. Wow. Okay. Um, so tell me what current what are you currently working on at the moment in terms of projects? Uh, well, next Friday, if anyone's on the Gold Coast, we are running a workshop called The Unstoppable Life. Um, if anyone out there wants to live a more courageous, more confident life, um, I'm partnering up with my good friend Joel Lord and we're holding that on the Gold Coast. It's just one day event. It's like cheap as chips, 39 bucks. Mm-hmm. That includes your catering and books and all sorts of things. Um, so if anyone wants to come along, that's our, our closest project. Um, and then we have like coaching going on and I've got the um, the Fearless Mums Club and all the things to do with that. The podcast is about to launch. So there's just so many things. I'm working on a mini documentary. I'm working on creating wow. my first um, Fearless Mums Club book. So there's just so many things that I'm working on and um, it's just fun. I'm just enjoying life you know and not taking it too seriously because I've been there done that and that's not fun so I'm just unleashing that inner <laughs> child and um and making it more fun for me oh lovely um so if you guys are on the Gold Coast or even in any other state you should get to that event um the unstoppable you is that correct unstoppable life and it's next Friday the 23rd life. and it's 10 to 5 Fantastic. So, yeah, head over to that and check it out because it's going to be incredible. Um, So I have um, one more question for you. So if you were lying um, on your bed with about to take your last breath and you've got your family, friends and loved ones around you, what would be one piece of wisdom that you would want to share with everyone? This is a tough question. There's so many things. but you know what, I think it's my one piece of advice would just be go after what you want, like live life on your terms because in the past I haven't. I've done things that I thought society wanted of me or I've done things that I thought would make my parents proud but not things that I wanted to do myself. So you know what, just just do what you want to do. Don't be outwardly influenced. Just Go within and find out what it is you you want in life, why you're here, what are your values, and just go after that because 
at the end of the day, we all want to live a blissful life, don't we? We want to live a life that has more of the feel-good hormones than the not-so-good hormones, so, you know, and emotions and feelings. So, um, yeah, I, I just think, yeah, go and live a more blissful life. Do things that bring you joy. And I love teaching people to bring things back from their childhood. Like what did you love doing as a kid? that maybe you've stopped doing because now you're an adult and you have to be a bit more responsible. So for me, <laughs> I love climbing trees. I go and climb trees all the time, especially with my kids. Um, I go rollerblading. That's something that I love doing as kids. So I went and bought myself a pair of rollerblades. So I do that, paddleboarding, so many things. So yeah, just don't lose that inner child. Don't lose the fun. Don't take life too seriously. Laugh at yourself. It's okay. Um, you know, we're all just fumbling our way through this physical form, you know, and at the end of the day, yeah. when I get to my deathbed, I want to know that I, that I love, I gave love, I received love, and I had the most incredible experiences along the way. Beautiful. Lovely. Thank you for sharing. Um, so how do people uh, connect with you and get in touch with you if they've got any, um, want to know more about you or any questions? Yeah, just find me on social media. It's Christine with a K. Um, so Christine Drummond, you can find me on uh, Instagram and LinkedIn and uh, Facebook. And, um, yeah, send me a private message. Like I, I'm a professional friend collector. It's very hard for you to leave my life once you've come into it because <laughs> I just love people. And, um, yeah, just come and be my friend. I'm always up for new friends. So, Maria, honestly, thank you so much for having me, honey. I really appreciate it. I love your energy and what you're about and what you stand for. And it's been a privilege watching your journey as well and, you know, just seeing you really shine and step into your power. So, oh, I've loved this. It's been fun. So thank you so much for having me. Thanks, Christine. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I trust that this episode has been helpful for you in business. My name's Maria Van Vickles from The Conscious CEO. Until next time, bye for now.